Hey, welcome to another episode of 8 by Kate. I'm your host, Kate Al-Fatah. And today I am going to talk about email marketing. And the reason why is because I've been doing some videos on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok and, and my YouTube. And I just wanted to share some 2023 kick you in the ass, get your email marketing going tips. Wonder if that should be the title of this. But, you know, we have people come to us all the time that want us to help them with their social media and their marketing overall. And they, at times don't believe us that email marketing is still such a powerful tool, but it is. And I know that it is because we do this every single day for our clients and we see the results. So I really want people to know that email marketing is not going anywhere. I don't care what people are saying. It's not. Um, We have clients that the proof is in the pudding, right? We see it. It works. Um, it also is a really great tool if you're looking for organic SEO to your website. It's an easy thing to implement. So I wanted to kind of put together some tips. I've been doing it all week, uh, like I said, on my reels and my TikTok and stuff. But I thought, you know, I'm doing these little quick videos. Let me just do the podcast this week and kind of dump on you. And, and this is really a dump. Okay. So I want you to hold on because I got, I got a bunch and I'm going to, you know, rattle them off to you. If you have a pen and paper, it's always great. Um, or, you know, what? I'll probably just do the transcript as well. So you don't even need pen and paper. I'll, I'll make sure that I transcript this and include the transcript in the um, podcast this week. So a couple things. The first thing I already did a video on this one, which was um, the double opens strategy. Okay, so the double open strategy is a tool that you can utilize in any email platform. They, I would, every single one that I've ever worked in over the last two years has this capability already built in. So, or if it doesn't, it's super easy to do anyway. So, why wouldn't you? But what a double open strategy is, is that it allows you to create a campaign and then Days later, resend that same campaign to those subscribers that did not open the email yet. And I will tell you, we see this work. It does include, it does increase your open rates. Now, do I encourage to do it for every email? Yeah, because it doesn't hurt. (laughs) It doesn't hurt. Um, But there are a few things or suggestions I like to make. Um, the first suggestion is we like to do them about three to five days after the initial email. You know, you got to give people time. We're in a world where even though they, they see it come in their inbox, it may take them a day or two to get to it. So the three day spot for us seems to be a sweet spot. Um, but that also will depend on your Um, timing for whatever your ask or like your call to action is. So you'll need to play around with that a little bit. Like if you have, you know, you must call us by Friday, you may want to send that email, you know, the day after or or the second day after. Um, So just keep all that stuff in mind, but this is really a a clever tool. It works Um, again, depending on the size of your list, but 
you know, it, it, it will definitely help you with your open rates. And, and really that's the goal here, right? Is get more people's eyes on your content, which is, includes your email content. So that's my first tip. Okay. Um, my next tip is, um, I, I want to talk about keeping it short and simple, and we're going to get to email subject lines in a minute. But the first thing I want to say is before you even sit down and think about a subject line, you're thinking about the content that you want to send, right? So you're designing that email, you're writing that content for that email. I I really can't stress enough to keep it short and simple and make sure that every single word that you're writing adds value to the context of the email itself. That's really, really important, Um, which again, uh, we can talk about value in every email. That's another tip. So keep it short and simple. And then make sure that every email has some sort of value to the reader, you know, so um, it could be about reading a blog post. Look, the end of the day, it's about your subscriber saying to themselves, what's in it for me? And I know that sounds crazy, but that's really what you want to do. You know, when we send our emails, we say, this is our, our audience. This is what they look like. This is what they value. And this is why they want to open this email because this is the value that it's bringing to them. So keep it short and sweet and make sure that the emails have value. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about email subject um, lines. Really, really important because that's your first, um, hey, look at me, right? It's coming in my inbox. I need to know why I want to even open it. And so I always have a little, a couple little tricks up my sleeve when I talk about subject lines. And, you know, the number one thing I always say is funny one-liners, right? They work. I'm guilty. I open them. I get an email with a funny one-liner. I I need to open this email, right? Um, Having something that's personal. You know, if I feel in some way it's been personalized, whether it be because of my behavior could be because of my name or who I am. Um, that's always good. I like to open things. Um, FOMO or things that feel like it, it's scarce. You know, we open that stuff, the fear of missing out on something. If you can connect on an emotional level, that's important in a subject line. Um, and then bottom line, cut to the chase. Don't make this, you know, it, your, your subject line should not be super, super long. Um, And speaking of subject lines, let's not forget about those wonderful um, email pre-headers. You know, making sure that it doesn't have that crazy, you know, having trouble reviewing this email thing. You really want to leverage that pre-header. So adjust and update those pre-headers to really show a little bit more meat to what the subject matter is with and what the content is and the value that's in this email, why I want to open it. Um, you can actually add more excitement to that preheader. Okay, so those preheaders is are, is really what people are going to see, um, in even on mobile they see it. So um, leverage that. You know, there's a couple stats that I have for emails, um, and and really, the reason why I want to share a few of the stats is because it'll kind of shed some light and or the spotlight on subject lines and why they're important. So you know, the first one I want to share with you is um, 69% of people will report an email, a spam 
based on the subject line alone. So think about that. That's, that's really, the next one is 18% of the world, the word newsletter alone can cause 18% decrease in an open rate. All my clients know that I hate that word newsletter. They know when they say, they're like, can we send a newsletter? I'm like, oh, don't say that word. I'm not saying that the, 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 the formality of a newsletter is bad. I'm just saying, let's not make it where it's this newsletter. I mean, I, I know there's some businesses I do like to receive like a monthly outline of things. But, you know, if I'm receiving something from all of these businesses that's called a newsletter, that gets really, really boring. So I always tell people, let's not send like a newsletter. Let's send stuff when it's relevant in timing because we don't have to be like, oh, the first of the month we have to send a newsletter. No, let's send stuff when it's relevant. Let's send more emails. It doesn't have to be once a month, right? Um, also, the the last um, stat, which I really thought was crazy, what um, or not crazy, but um, s- emails with personalized subject lines get a 26% boost in their open rates. And that's really important to know because, um, you know, we're going to talk about that personalization in a minute, but, you know, it's really important for someone to get receive an email and feel connected already to you and to your business in some way. And the best way to do that is by personalizing an email. Okay. I have some more stats. Um, I will just share them in the blog. I won't you know, recite them here today, but for 2023, the, the stats are, are pretty interesting. Okay. Um, so let's talk about personalization, you know, including the sender's name. I actually have something that's on my do not list, which I'm probably going to share today too, which is do not have shitty data. And you're probably wondering, what does that mean? Well, I have a business that emails me and when I I still, I've been on their email list for like three years, but um, every time they email me, they are calling me Walter. And that just means that somehow their data screwed up and they think I'm Walter. So make sure that your data is accurate and that you have your merge tags appropriately assigned. I will, I, I mean, this happens a lot. We get clients and we see, we're like, your, your data is wrong, you know? So when we're, you think you're pulling in someone's first name, you're really pulling in their, la- their last name. And I get an email that says, hey, El Fata. So, you know, go right now, make sure your data is accurate and your merge tags are, are accurate, Okay. Um, so personalizing your emails are also a good thing. And you know what? People now expect it. Like people know that technology exists. So for you not to use it, you know, use it is what I'm saying. And and there's different places you can use it and you can use it. You don't have to actually just use it at the beginning of the email. Like, Hey, Kate, right. You can insert merge tags within your text and content that you're writing. Um, and that's good. People like to feel like you're talking to them. I mean, they know it's an automated thing, but it still feels good. Um, the next thing is, um, so focus on personalization in general. Okay. So we talked about the name, but in general, think about personalizing how this person got on your list you know, or, and the information you're sharing with them doesn't make sense. And I'll give you an example. I have a client that has two different types of audiences. They're they're not super, super different, but they are in a way. 
And so we send the same content, but the way that we're introducing the email and definitely the subject lines are completely different because they are, they think differently in a way they're, they, they, they came as subscribers a little bit differently as well. So you also want to think about that personalization. Okay. That the personalization goes further than just one's name. Okay. The next tip is be human. And this, so when you're writing your email, it should not feel like you were all business and that you have no um, emotions or that you have no character or that you have no humor. Everybody wants to get something with a funny gif, right? So add humor. It's always helpful. Numbers. Let's talk about including numbers. People like numbers. And I'll tell you why people like numbers and emails. Because if I receive something that I know has numbers, I know it's an organized thought. Okay. And I know that sounds crazy. And numbers are, I'm going to talk about numbers in two ways. I'm going to talk about numbers in giving somebody tips or giving them advice or finding a resource or giving them benefits. I don't care what the emails that you're sending or events, right? Here, instead of saying, here are our events, say, here are the our top three events this month, right? Including a number does something to the brain on people, okay? So include a number. Also, when you're thinking about sales or offers, include the number. Don't say, we have a great sale for you. Say, we're giving you 20% off, or we're giving you $10, or we're giving whatever the numbers are, include the numbers, okay? And also when you're writing your emails, I didn't say this um, before when we were talking about writing and being human, you also want to make sure that it's your voice, your brand's voice. Um, I know that developing a brand voices can be difficult. And if you haven't worked with a creative agency that can help you do that, if you're really looking to scale your brand, you need to first identify what you're passionate about, what you're, what, how quirky you are, um, how authentic the sound is. Um, all those things have to be detailed out so that you understand your brand voice, because especially if you have others helping you, write emails, you want to make sure that they understand what that, that brand voice is. Okay. Um, let's see what me, Oh, email list hygiene. This is important. You know, make sure your lists are clean. And also if you have people on your list from two years ago, I'd even say a year ago that has never opened your email, get rid of them, clean up your list. And maybe it's time to reintroduce those same people to another offer or freebie that they can subscribe to, to get them re-engaged in a way. But if they haven't opened your emails, they're not interested, say goodbye to them. It's not worth hanging on. It's not worth paying for them. You remember you're paying for that list and, and every body and every email that's on that list is costing you dollars. So that's really important. Um, segmenting your list and your emails. Another good tip, make sure you're keeping your segments um, 
accurate and you also understand how and why you need to segment your list. And for and the reason why I can't go deep into this, because every single business needs to segment differently. So you need to first understand the hierarchy of your list to understand where you can segment them to make sure you're sending them those accurate emails. Um, and then let's see. Oh, and then lastly, be consistent. You know, be consistent with your timing, how often, how regular you're sending, what it looks like. You know, don't all of a sudden be gung-ho and send an email a week and then drop off the planet for three months. Be consistent in your email. And then that way people will know what to expect from you. Um, and also it would be silly for you not to have, and look, consistency can look however you want. If it's once a month, then that's your consistency. If it's twice a month, if it's every couple days, if it's daily, whatever that consistency for you is, decide it when you're dealing with um, or speaking with your marketing professionals, they're going to be able to help guide you. They're going to understand your list. They're going to be able to look at your list and say, you know, your list is unhealthy. So I wouldn't start off sending something every day. Um, when's the last time you've had new subscribers? All those things play into whether your list is healthy or not. Um, and so my suggestion is if you haven't touched your list in a while, definitely try to work with a professional to help you do that. Um, so those are my, there's tons of other tips. We all know, you know, play by the rules, make it mobile friendly. I'm not going to talk about those. Um, I'm going to quickly share some of my don'ts and I already did a video for this. So I'm going to share at some point in the next week. Um, but here are my quick don'ts. Don't send your emails without someone reviewing them. And I'll tell you why. You're the one creating them or you're, there's a person that's creating them. You want to be able to have somebody review it. Everybody in their life has sent an email with a spelling error, a bad link, a missed period, um, a graphic that's, you know, or a link that takes them somewhere else. Whatever it is, just get somebody to re review your email before you hit the send button. Okay. The next don't do not write in all caps and you know who you are, but don't do it. Okay. Don't use more than one exclamation mark. We get it. It's important. One exclamation point is enough or exclam exclam exclamation mark is enough. Um, don't use those funky backgrounds in your emails and like those patterned or those photoed ones. Like, I mean, there's a time and place to use them. I'm saying not never to use them, but people are want clean. They want to be able to read your stuff. So that also brings me to don't use crazy fonts. Don't use crazy colors. Um, you know, make sure it's branded specifically for your brand, of course. Make sure you're not including any broken links or incorrect links. And what I mean by incorrect links is, especially if you're um, replicating templates and things like that, a lot of times people forget to uh, adjust an image link. And so if you have images in your text or at the um, header of your emails, make sure that those links are accurate. A big, big one is do not hide your unsubscribe link that is unprofessional and it's bad business. So just don't do it. Okay. Um, don't just send emails just to do it. And because you feel like you have to, again, bringing me right back to the make sure everything 
um, email that you send has brings value to to the end user. Um, I love emojis. Just try not to use way too many of them or when they don't make sense just to grab attention. It's really annoying and it comes across spammy. So, um, and even not just emojis, but symbols in general. Um, so that's it. And then um, again, my other don't, I already spoke about it before, which is make sure that you're sending um, re recipients, you know, the correct name, you're utilizing the correct name for them um, in, when you're addressing them. So um, don't do that. Don't send emails with bad data. So that is it for me. I hope these tips, I mean, look, these are tips I've said before. And there's a bunch of others, you know, you make sure you understand your timing of emails and things like that. And, and that's all done with testing. Um, and, and you need to understand your audience and when they're active and when they're opening your emails. And, and you can do that by, by testing and looking at your data and information. Um, so as always, what a pleasure it is to um, talk to business owners um, regarding marketing. I'm really excited for 2023 to see what that brings for all of us. And you can find me at homconsulting.com, Instagram, Kate Alphata, TikTok, same thing, YouTube, HOM Consulting. Um, but yeah, if you need any help or assistance in any type of email marketing or even just strategy, or you just want to ask a question, I'm always here. And you can find how you can connect with me at homconsulting.com. Happy marketing. <laughs>